What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Noah, okay? And this is the official 173 podcast where we engage, okay, where we engage a temporary culture through the lens of eternal life. Now, this is the first official episode of this show, and I'm so excited to get into it. And to already start off, we're doing something exciting or we've done something exciting because we've had a little bit of a technical hiccup. And so the first episode that I recorded and pretty much going over my story, my background, my testimony for you all, um, that got lost in the wind. Um, Long story. We don't have to get into that. (laughs) But the thing is, it doesn't exist anymore. Because silly old me forgot to back it up on my cloud. So this was intended to be the second episode, but we got it for you first. It'll be me and my brother CJ going over um, Kanye West, going over the new album, um, his recent conversion. And yeah, so I just want to just give you a heads up if you hear me saying welcome back. And on the last episode, we talked about this, this and that. Well, we didn't because the last episode doesn't exist. So yeah, that's just what I want to say for that. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the 173. I'm so excited to get into this just to share a little bit of my heart for this podcast. I really just want to engage our culture um, right now just as a young man, a black man um, in college, uh, whatever you want to say, I'm Christian. I just wanted to do something to engage our culture and the many different cultures I kind of have my foot in as well as to um, use this platform to get some things off my chest and kind of speak the things that have been going through my mind every single day, you know, a good outlet for me. And so, yeah, as we jump into this podcast, we'll be talking about Kanye in this particular episode, but so many things to come, whether that be racial reconciliation, whether that be Christian hip hop, whether that be theology, whether that be culture, social justice, um, issues within the church, um, whether that be um, manhood, biblical manhood, whether that be whatever it is. I'm just so excited. I hope you guys will bear with me as we continue on this journey. I'm super excited to get this going. And thank you so much um, for listening. Now let's get into it. Let's get into it. This is the 173, man. And I'm so excited for you to hear what's been on my heart. So without further ado, God bless, and here we go. Yo, 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 what's the deal? What's the deal? How's everybody doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited. Welcome back to the 173 podcast where we engage a temporary culture through the lens of eternal life because this is eternal life for people to know the one true God and the one he has sent. Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful to be here right now. Um, the the topic of discussion, okay, we're going to get into is, uh, is a big topic to me, real big topic to me, and we're going to get into all of that. Just want to say, man, grace and peace to all of y'all. I'm excited that you tuned back into this podcast. I'm really excited to get into some stuff, but today, today I am not alone. I am not alone, okay? Um, Last time, first introductory episode, you heard a little bit about my story, about my walk with the Lord, about my heart for the podcast, okay? This time, we're going to kick it. We're going to kick it a little different. We're going to start engaging some things in which I said um, in in the first section. And one of those 
particular subjects would be in the discussion in the realm of music. Um, and we, we, you know, we'll be talking about all types of things, the secular versus sacred debate, the uh, CHH scene, all of these things. But today in specific, I am here with my brother, my brother in Christ, my brother from another mother, CJ. In the building, CJ, say what's up to Hey, what's up, everybody? Good, good to be here. I'm excited for this, man. I'm excited. I've never been on a podcast before. So this is my first time. You know, right on, right on. Okay, so... I pulled CJ in, and here's the thing. So let me just set the scene, okay? Um, if you're paying attention to the podcast title today, I mean, Jesus is King, mm-hmm. straight up. And we are discussing the recent conversion, transformation, and coming out party of Kanye West. Praise um, God. In his music, in his interviews in his um a a short film that he just released all of these aspects we're going to be discussing today and the thing about the thing about me and cj is that i remember like i remember when when kanye like about what time was this like i i had kind of been paying attention a few months ago Mm-hmm. I had yeah. kind of been paying attention to Kanye and his Sunday service thing mm-hmm. when he started doing this back in January. So, like, he was doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just it started off kind of like um, the choir doing kind of remakes of his songs mm-hmm. or just singing gospel music. And it started off kind of like that. And then as as the time went on. As the time, no, no, it, here's how it started. It started off as simply doing gospel renditions of Kanye West songs. The lyrics didn't change. Right, right. The lyrics didn't change. They were just singing them like gospel gospel songs. Um, and then they were singing like actual, like tra- more traditional gospel songs. But as, as time went on, I noticed that there was a change taking place. I noticed mm-hmm. that the song lyrics were changing. Mm-hmm. I noticed that literally they were they were doing renditions of Kanye West songs and they were taking the lyrics and making them actually about Jesus. And these are like so many songs. Like one of the one of the coolest things I ever heard was when they did um, the rendition of Power. Mm-hmm. And and in that kind of and in the bridge, it says, "Now it's gonna be a beautiful day, jumping out the window, letting everything go." And the, they did the most simple thing. They did the most simple thing. They just simply took out the jumping out the window part. And so it then goes, now there's going to be a beautiful death, letting everything go, wow. letting everything go. And I was like, yo, that's straight up, like, that's straight up, bars. like, that's <laughs> biblical, though. <laughs> biblical bars. <laughs> like, it's, it, like, it's going to be a beautiful death, mm-hmm. dying to yourself, letting everything go, mm-hmm. following Jesus, and just taking that one jumping out the window part was good. Co- now it's complete. Like, it was just so cool. And that got me interested. And then something that had happened was that there was an interview that came out with Nicki Minaj and Chance the Rapper. And Nicki Minaj said that Kanye told her that he was a born-again Christian. Wow. Okay? And that had me interested, so I kind of started peeking at, you know, he was doing these Sunday service things, so I kept, like, peeking at those. Mm -hmm. And then 
Ken K says the wifey yes Mm -hmm. says that um, he's a born again Christian right and at first and at first it's like here's what was concerning to me at first when the Sunday service thing started popping up earlier in the year the way the way Kim was talking about it was that it was a church with with no preaching just songs and good vibes mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's 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 not a church no. but as time went on eventually we did see preaching right because as time went on there was one one particular man which this is kind of what got people talking and I believe like a lot of people talking in, in the uh, evangelical circles and stuff like this was when there was a pastor, Adam Tyson, right, that got up and shared the gospel from Isaiah 6 mm-hmm. that shared the gospel. Yeah, I think just something to note about Adam Tyson is is it's not like he's some really famous, you know, pastor that we would know, for instance, like a uh, John Piper, somebody a lot of us would know as uh, newer Christians are coming around here in college. But what's what's awesome is, is as believers, uh, when we hear the word of God, you know, we get excited when, when we see a random uh, church service like Kanye West going on, all of a sudden a man gets up and starts talking about Isaiah 6. And, and that's the famous passage, if you guys aren't familiar with it, where it says, God, it says he is holy, holy, holy. It's the only attribute of God in the Bible that's repeated three times. And so the question is, why is it repeated three times? Well, it's because back in those days, they didn't have exclamation points and, and things like that to emphasize. So what did they do is they repeated words twice or even three times um, to get something across. And so the only time you see a word three times about the Lord is his holiness and that he is set apart from all things. Um, and so it's crazy because you have this random dude. For, for most of them, it was random. People in the crowd, they did not know who he was. And he gets up and he starts talking about three things. God is holy. We are sinners. And that you can be saved through Jesus Christ. And I'm sure for a lot of people, they probably didn't hear preaching like that before, especially at a Kanye West event. Um, and so I remember Noah reaching out to you, seeing that video. We were talking about it um, as it was getting posted online and stuff. And, you know, we're meeting up at Starbucks on campus and we're talking about this, this video of this guy where, you know, it, it was he Christian? I don't know, but he's preaching gospel. We're like, okay, this is awesome. Like, what's Kanye up to? Um, because, I, because you were saying you've been following since January. I hadn't. I had been seeing things, and I was like, well, that's just Kanye West doing his, his you know, Jesus phase. Like, he made, you know, Jesus walks in over 10 years ago. And then I saw this video of this guy preaching the gospel, and I was like, whoa. And I remember instantly, a lot of our good brothers, sisters in Christ, good friends, were kind of like, yeah, that's not, you know, that's not real. Like, you know, it's not the gospel. Um, you know, he might be preaching the gospel, but Kanye West isn't changing yet. You know, you got to be, you know, look at his past. You know, how, how is he going to come to Christ? Look at his past. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, the gospel is being presented, and how did this guy even get here? Um, and so, yeah, I think what's really cool is not even a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, some of our brothers and sisters out in uh, Arizona, um, Apologia Church, right? They interviewed him. They have a talk, they have a podcast as well. Apology at Radio. Yeah, Jeff Durbin. Mm-hmm. Jeff Durbin. Former Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yep, amen. <laughs> Shout out to that. Uh, he's the pastor out there at Apologia. Uh, started the church out of a drug clinic, actually, a rehab clinic. Um, and it's really cool to hear his story. Well, anyways, he has a big enough podcast, big enough uh, reach out to people that he was able to reach out to Adam Tyson and, and to schedule a FaceTime interview over the podcast. And so you guys can look it up online right now, Apology Radio, Kanye's pastor. 
um, and watch the whole interview. And I mean, it was so encouraging. Like, it was honestly so encouraging just to hear uh, about the little stories. And I'll just even share one story. It's, it's pretty crazy to think. So one, um, how it all started for Adam getting connected. Uh, Adam is a master's grad. He graduated from Master's Seminary, the seminary that John MacArthur started. Um, so we know it's reformed and it's sound. And he's a pastor of a church. And so he says that over the summer, Kanye just started showing up with his family. He starts showing up and he said that because they preach the word, if there's somebody that comes who doesn't really know if they want to like learn more about their faith and seek Jesus more or anything, he says usually after one or two times, they will not come back. They'll, they'll end up not wanting to come back to the service because they get convicted or they're just not feeling it or anything like that. And so he said what was really sweet is he noticed the West's family came back three Sundays in a row. And he said, okay, something's going on. If, if this family, if Connie's back a third some Sunday in a row, uh, maybe they're interested. And he said, after the third Sunday, Kanye actually pulled Adam aside. He actually pulled Adam Tyson aside and was like, hey, man, I want to learn more. I'm, I'm, I'm a born-again Christian now, and I want to learn more about the Bible. Can you help me? Um, now, I don't know if that's word for word or not. You guys can watch the video to find out. That's what I remember him saying. And what was really cool is later when he's making the album, he actually went to Kanye, or Kanye went to Adam and said, hey, you know, this is devil worship. I'm now that I'm a Christian. I should stop. I should stop making music, right? It's the devil's music. Right. And what the beautiful thing is, is because Adam was equipped to to lead men, he said no. Even though Adam's, you know, older, he doesn't really listen to much rap. And it was crazy. He didn't even know who Kanye West was when he came to his church, which is also insane. Um, He literally encouraged Kanye, do not just stop doing this, but actually use it for God's glory. And praise God, because now we have uh, this awesome album, Jesus is King, out now. And what's really cool is... Before it came out, because, you know, we had so many, like, it's going to come out, and then it didn't. You know, two weeks went by, nothing. And th- he'd post lyrics. Playing with my emotions. Yeah, the, always. Emotions. That's how Kanye is. And then he'd post all the song titles. And then, you know, now we know not all the same titles are on there. And why? It's because Adam and Kanye sat down, and Kanye wanted to make sure that it was biblically sound, what he was saying. Hmm. Isn't that insane that Kanye West was making sure his lyrics were sound for the Lord? They were they were correct. And when I say sound, that just means healthy. It means true to the word. Um, and I just think that was so encouraging to to listen to the album and not have to worry like, oh, man, that, you know, and, and Adam also noted there might be some things you, you hear him say once in a while that you don't agree with. He's a baby Christian. He said, and I'll never forget this. Imagine if your sanctification was on camera. Yeah. Imagine if somebody had a camera of your whole life when you the first six months you came to Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, people would have doubted my faith, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, yeah, Adam Tyson is a, is a faithful brother in Christ who would not stop saying on the on the podcast as well. I think this is also important to know. As a hey, you know, he's not anything special. He's just being a, a vessel used by God to help Kanye. You know, and I thought that was really encouraging to hear. Yeah, for sure. I think it's. I think that um, there was two polar sides to this Kanye West thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people who I don't want to say jumped on the bandwagon. But kind of were, and I feel like, honestly, I may have been leaning toward this category. Mm-hmm. There were, Kanye West is like my favorite rapper ever. And so to hear him talk about Jesus, I was like, <laughs> oh, bet, let's go. I'm like, Kanye, everything. Um, and then there are other, there are other believers, other Christians who were like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not really with it. And then there are some people that are actually just saying, no, it's not real. Um but I think a, a healthy type of, I think once Adam Tyson was rolled out on the stage and he started preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. the holiness of God mm-hmm. and our and our like 
and just our depravity in, in comparison and how we need Jesus, like preaching the sound gospel mm-hmm. when people's heads started to turn. Because I think before then, it was just Kanye saying things. And, and just to note, the things Kanye were saying were like good things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched Kanye on Sunday service start talking, and he's talking about how it's not just being a good person. Yep. You got to submit your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. He's talking about like, he said he said something really 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 like great like it's just catchy but it was really it's it's a good thing and he was like man all these christians just saying that just saying like oh i'll do what i'll do what i can for god i'll, I'll do what i can when i can type of thing like not really committing mm-hmm. but he said how you going to do the least when christ already did the most wow and he and he said like He's saying things like um, the only thing God calls for is radical obedience. Amen. And he was like, I'm done living for the culture. The only culture I'm trying to live for is radical obedience to Christ. And this was all stuff he was saying before Adam Tyson. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, man, like you didn't just get this stuff. Even it's like you just don't get this stuff from just out the out the blue. <laughs> like God, God reveals these things to people. Yeah. People don't talk like this, okay? Like, God reveals these things to people, and especially at Kanye West. Kanye West has said he's a Christian in one line and said he's a God in the next line. Like, especially at Kanye West wouldn't be saying these things. And I think the problem is, and he actually, like, addresses this a little bit in hands-on while the song is on the album, and we're going to get to the album in a minute. But um, I think the problem is that people didn't necessarily listen to what Kanye was saying. They just listened to like, oh, you heard Kanye's a Christian now, you heard Kanye's a Christian now. And they had no basis to even understand that. Mm-hmm. Because be, based on Kanye's past, why would you go and listen to Kanye for a lot of for a lot of Christians? Um and that's understandable. That's understandable. Right. I, I think just to emphasize like we're not saying how dare Christians judge. Like we're called to judge as people. We're called to judge with righteous judgment. I think if I'm going to be honest and confess, my first thought before I heard Adam Tyson, but when I saw the lyrics and one of the, or when I saw the song titles and one of them was going to be called Baptized, I was like, oh no, like what's he about to say baptism is? Because we know that scripture says baptism is just an, an inward expression being outwardly shown to the body of Christ, that you've died with Christ and you raised with him out of the water. And so when I saw that one of the songs is going to be called Baptized, I was really just skeptical and kind of like, you know, whatever, this is probably not going to be good in a sense. Um, and so that's my bad for just instantly kind of being like, what, without, like you said, listening to the Sunday services. I wasn't listening. I was like, well, I know who he is, you know, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's honestly just the Lord thankfully showing me by his grace that that's just a little um, naive in a sense of the fact that I didn't even actually know him or look into anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just judging from the, the book on the outside, you know. Um, but I think just to, to move on to some of the songs, if you guys wanted to talk about it. Um, Noah, since we're already on this topic, I think hands-on would be a good one to uh, talk about um, without, you know, with understanding that Christians, we are called to judge. And so, like you said, there's two ends of the spectrum. It's the, I don't really care. We're just, you know, bandwagon, you know. How are Christians called to judge? Like, clear, clarify okay. that up. Yeah. So, Christians are not supposed to be hypocritical. So, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, a lot of Christians know the Matthew 7 passage about not judging unless, you know, if you have the log in your eye, don't try to take the speck out of your brothers. And so what Jesus is saying there is he's saying, 
don't be a hypocrite. If you're going to tell somebody not to do this certain sin, you better not be practicing it either, right? And so, I mean, we're all fallen. We all mess up. And thank God that Jesus lived the perfect life for us and that if we put our trust in him, we can have eternal life. But at the same time, as Christians, we are, are to uphold a certain standard of living, right? To be holy like Christ. And so, yeah, we're not perfect. We're going to fail. But Jesus says um, to judge with righteous judgment, to to help people. And, and this is not a con- condemnation judge. Uh, God's going to condemn one day. We are not to take his spot. But it's like we are called to see if somebody is in the faith or not. Um, that's why in 2 Corinthians uh, 13, Paul's last chapter to the, the Corinthians, this is his second later, later in his life, he tells them to test themselves to see if they're in the faith. Now, why would he tell these brothers in Christ, these brothers and sisters in Christ, to test themselves, see if they're in the faith, if he's known them for years? It's because, man, every day we don't know, like, if we're going to follow Christ. So let's take, let's take up our cross daily. Like you said, it's radical obedience. Like you said, Kanye said, radical mm-hmm. obedience daily. Um, and so I think just something to know on hands-on, I mean, right away, verse 1. This is, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a uh, Kanye day one fan like you. I definitely enjoyed his music before Christ. Um, but I don't know all of his old music. Um, but what I did That's like, I know, I know. Uh, what I did really like, though, is is verse one of, of Hands On, when he says, cut out all the lights, hate the light. And you know instantly what he's referencing there. Right. What, what's he referencing there? The light of the world, Jesus Christ. Right. Exactly. He's talking about how Jesus is the light of the world, right? And how he calls us to be, he sends us to be the light in the world. So instantly we see biblical stuff here. But what you also know from Kanye's past is there's a song called uh, All of the Lights on his uh, My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasy. Is that the album title? Something like that. And so he says in one of the songs, All of the Lights, it's all about it's all about the flashiness and him getting his glory and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, cut it out now. He's saying, no more living for our old self. I mean, this is just literally radical obedience all over the album. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think another... So, like, another point is, so I think that that is a good point just to start off the verse with cut out all the lights, heat a light, okay? And another point he made was in going on further, he said, told the devil when I see him on site, I've been working for you my whole life. Told the devil that I'm going on a strike. Mm -hmm. I've been working for you my whole life. So, Kanye is acknowledging, okay? Kanye's never acknowledged this before in his music, <laughs> despite how despite how much he um would say, like, oh, I'm a Christian. Kanye is acknowledging that he's been working for the devil his whole life. Right. That he has been glorifying the things of the world mm-hmm. and the one who is the ruler of the world, Satan. He's been glorifying that. And he's been working for him his whole life. So right now, when you when when so when a black man says, "When I see you on site," he's saying, "When I see you, we finna fight." Okay. When I see you, it's going down. Like we ain't cool. We are enemies, and now we're at odds. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now we're at odds. I'm, I'm going on a strike. I've been working for you my whole life, so I'm done working for you. We're actually enemies now, mm-hmm. and that's it. Right. I think going to the next verse, we're almost exegeting this. He says, so right after the whole life, he says, nothing worse than a hypocrite. Change, he ain't really different. He ain't even try to get permission, ask for advice, and they dissed him. So now we know he's talking about himself here. Right? He's telling he's talking about what Christians even, people in the body of Christ, were saying about him. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, I'm changing, and what do they respond with? The people said he ain't really different. Right? He's not really, this is just Kanye being his Kanye. He ain't even trying to get permission. Like, he didn't even ask for my permission to do these things, right? Ask for advice. He's trying to get help from the body. 
and people are doubting him and they diss him. And then he continues on. Said I'm going to do a gospel album. And then so it's like he's announcing this. He announced that the album is going to come out. And then he's like, so what did you hear? He said, what have you been hearing from the Christians after I announced this album? And then it's just like, man, my heart hurts for him because I'm in this boat of judgmental people. When I first heard about this, this is a, this is a song even about me. And the fact that I can sit here, I am in awe, Noah, that I can sit here and say I was convicted by Kanye West. Right. It's like, I mean, I've only, I mean, we've only been a believer believers for a couple of years. So it's not like we're some old, you know, wise dudes or anything like that. But it's still like, dang, bro. He said, they'll be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. And so when we are called to judge, we are not supposed to make people feel, un- feel unloved. And that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's the um, big, big takeaway from this song is Kanye expressing his hurt over um, Christian believers who just didn't like didn't didn't believe even even after kind of you know mm-hmm. um, even even bes- despite Adam Tyson right publicly declaring in a in a few interviews that Kanye West is a Christian I've been working with him for the past like five months right like he he loves the Lord <clears throat> people are like nah. He Kanye says it himself. I love the Lord. I want to serve God. People are like, nah. Right. It's like, and it's kind of like, man, we must like rejoice in these things. Like Paul said in Philippians, like regardless, like whether the motives of these people proclaiming Christ is for selfish reasons or they're for good reasons, I will still rejoice because Amen. Christ is being proclaimed. Amen. You know, like, Praise God when Chance the Rapper talks about God in this song. Praise God when Justin Bieber's on stage at a church singing worship music. And praise God that Kanye West is proclaiming the gospel in his interviews, in his music, on his tours. Praise God. Okay? And I just think that we can we can we can go all day kind of going through all the lyrics. There's there's a list of songs we gotta get to. I don't think we have time for all that. But <laughs> But it's um, I think the gen- the takeaway from this, I believe, as Christians, is that when someone says they want to follow Christ or that they are following Christ, and this is Kanye, this is anybody, mm-hmm. the best thing we can do is take them at their word. Right. I would agree. Um, if somebody says they're a believer, you bring them in. Yeah. And you treat them like a brother or sister. And yeah, even if they say things and do things, it's like, okay, you love them anyways, despite that. Um, there comes a point in time when, yeah, it's like, okay, we have, let's have the conversation, but we can't do that with Kanye. We can't, hey man, this is where I think that you need to repent up. Like, so when we be posting on Facebook, oh, this man, this, it's like, let's just reach out and love. It's like, you, I, I got to ask myself, how much did I actually pray for him before I saw any of this? Yeah. It's like whenever I was judging. Whenever I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, was I actually praying for his salvation or was I kind of just like pushing it off to the side? You know, and so I would challenge my brothers and sisters listening to this who are kind of still skeptical. This is not a let's convince everybody kind of a Christian podcast, but this is a we're trying to create some awareness that like we really believe by his fruit. Like Christ said, by his fruit, he is a believer um, just from what he's saying. And it's like, man, pray for him. Pray for his soul. Pray for his wife. Pray for his kids. It's like. We have no idea what the sovereign Lord of the universe is wanting to do through Kanye West. But we do know uh, one thing Kanye said about why he's saved is he said that God is showing off. 
And I completely agree. And yeah, that's like one of those things. It's like it's a Kanye West saying, I feel like. Yeah. But like, you get amen. <laughs> God is showing off because God has saved one of the biggest rappers in the world. And now Jesus is King, number one trend, number one album, number one interview, um, um, like movie that's out in theaters, short film. Great, by the way. I saw it last night. Oh, man. We'll get into that. <laughs> but um, it's like God is showing off through Kanye West. God is using the influence, the mm-hmm. status that he has given Kanye because Kanye didn't do it. God did it. And I'm sure Kanye would agree with that. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now he is using that for his glory. And, um, and yeah, yeah so um, hands on convicting song for Christians. And that the fact that like, if you are, a, if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, your brother, Kanye West is hurt and feels right. ostracized by the Christian community, and it is not our job to keep making him feel this way, but it is our job to accept what he's saying and to pray for him mm-hmm. and to show love in whatever way that we as, you know, regular humans can do. <laughs> um, right. And so, yeah, so to move on past that song, there's a couple I want to, there's a couple I want to get to um, real quick, real quick. Um, so I think, one of these things that we can kind of kind of go into and get out of as far as the song go is use this gospel featuring clips okay and Kenny G right um clips is the former rap duo of Pusha T and No Malice formerly known at that time as Malice and pretty much clips Long story short, they were they were they were coke rappers. They just rapped about dealing drugs and messing up lives, and that's what they reveled in. They bragged about that, and um, to a certain extent, Pusha T that's still his music. Mm-hmm. Um, but his brother, No Malice, um, back in the day, I for I forget which what year it was, but he his manager ends up going to jail for all the all the dirty work they've been doing in the streets mm-hmm. and so his manager ends up getting locked up wow for uh, engaging in the lifestyle that right. they're glorifying right and he he gets a wake up call through that he's like no this is this is serious this is dangerous I'm messing up my life. I'm messing up other people's lives and I'm glorifying the same thing that is breaking homes, that is breaking families, sending people to jail. I'm glorifying this life. And he says enough of it. He retires from secular rap. He he becomes a Christian. He becomes a believer. He goes to follow Christ. So he kind of goes low key for a few years just to grow in his faith. And then he comes back out um, about 2012, 2013, something like that with a, a, an album, with the Christian rap album, and now he's on that lane now. Something I want to say, let's just real quick get get into this, is that besides the fact that No Malice probably actually has, like, my favorite verse on the whole album, and, like, I love his verse, but um, the fact that Pusha T, Pusha T, Veteran rapper in the game, like the only man to beat Drake in a beef, <laughs> vice president of good music, all these things. 
Now his older brother is a believer. Kanye West, one of his best friends and in his inner circle, is a believer. Wow. Two men who are in his life very heavily, his brother and his and his other brother, Kanye West. He's just one of his best friends. They've been riding with each other for a long time. It's it's really crazy to think how God can work because now I'm praying for Pusha T. Amen. That through his brother and through Kanye, through No Malice and Kanye, that he would be reached for Christ, that, that Christ would save him. Okay, so think about it. Kanye, head of good music, Pusha T, vice president of good music, Christians. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Won't he do it? And that's crazy. We can, we can, we can like, you know, speculate that. But besides the fact that I just, I really love the Kenny G solo. I really love the No Malice mm-hmm. verse. Good song. Um, yeah. Um, one, one quick side note. If you see, um, if you see the movie, go out and see the movie. There's a really of Jesus is King. It's a short film, like uh, 35 minutes or so. Completely worth it. I was glorifying. I was praising Christ by the end of that. But um, Kanye is singing, use this gospel to his baby. Wow. Like a lullaby. That's awesome. It was really cool. That's it was really sweet. But um, anyway, yeah, just that quick note on use this gospel. That's one of my favorite songs. Um, another one of my favorite songs, as far as the album goes, is just um, Sela. Um, that's one of my favorite songs where pretty much um, Kanye is just screaming some scripture. Yeah. Um, specifically, John 8, 33 and John 8, 36. Um, now, what I want to zoom in here on is John 8, 36. Okay, which which in its fullness reads, so if the sun sets you free, you will really be free. Or in other translations, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kanye said. So whom the sun sets free is free indeed. He saved a wretch like me. And then you go in the hallelujah chorus, which is great. Shout out to Stephen Hurd um, <laughs> and his choir and Revelation 19.1. That's a song. If you didn't, if you didn't know where the Hallelujah chorus is, right. look up the song Revelation nineteen one. Beautiful gospel song. I love how Kanye West is just infusing all this gospel music, um, which really makes me feel very like proud. Mm-hmm. Me being a black man growing up in the black church, hearing these songs and Kanye West infusing them in this album. Yeah. Um, to where, like, my white brothers and sisters are singing, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't grow up with, with gospel music like this. And uh, it's definitely growing on me um, because I just didn't get to experience something like that growing mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm really thankful. I think that this is probably one of the first songs um, that like, really got everybody's attention uh, last weekend when it came out. Uh, so I remember whenever it came out, uh, I was on my bed in my, in my dorm Lyrics pulled up, you know, album playing on Apple Music, and I'm just reading the lyrics. And I remember seeing um, the, the the start when he says, everybody wanted Yandi, then Jesus Christ did the laundry. And I was like, oh, goosebumps coming. And then he just starts going off of scripture. And so even though I was like, 
yeah, like Connie's a Christian now, I still had low-key doubts. So when I saw the words, won't be a bondage to any man, John 8, 3, 3, we the descendants of Abraham, ye should be made should be made free. John 8, 36, whom the son sets free, like you just says, is a save a wretch like me. I literally had views words. I had to like pause the song and just like praise God for a second. Like obviously praising God through the song, but like I was like, what did I just hear? Not because Oh, he's some lyrical genius and and oh he has all you know, he's so cool. I mean he is cool. But no, praise God. Praise praise the King Christ who died for our sins to give us the ability to worship him. And not only that, to for young believers like us to listen to him before Christ, right? Mm-hmm. We listened to this guy before Christ. We did the same thing with his lyrics before Christ. Now to be in Christ, have the conviction of, man, I really don't think it's that helpful for my walk to continue to listen to this kind of music. And all of a sudden, the Lord's like, here. <laughs> Here's some, here's some music again by Kanye West, but it's worshiping me. And so now we get to do some of our favorite things we used to do while doing the favorite thing we do, worship Jesus, listen to Kanye West. I think that's the coolest thing ever. Um, so like you said, it's like, and and, and also with just the whole, the whole black church thing, growing up totally different than my culture, but bringing it into my music now where it's like, man, I look forward to, to hearing this the, the first song on the album where it has the Sunday service choir. Mm-hmm. When it's like, First he, first hearing of that song, I was like, okay, I'm ready for Kanye. Now I'm like, man, I'm trying to every minute, every millisecond, praise the king, you know. So praise God, honestly. Yeah, and if you haven't seen these Sunday services, and if you aren't really accustomed to gospel music, um, I would say just they're all over YouTube. Just mm-hmm. look up, you know, a Sunday service. Um, that's just the name of the concert. It's not really a Sunday right. service. Right. But um, look that up. And just here, it's a young, energetic, mm-hmm. and really great choir that um, Kanye West has got. And his in the choir director, I forget his name, but um, he is like really good. The choir is really yeah. good. Um, yeah. And just just hear hear him sing like they're singing about Christ, and they're doing it really cool. So um, that's yeah. a good that's a good thing. What 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 you want? What song are we on next? Because we gonna hit a handful of them. Yeah, I think we have to hit "God Is." Of next. course, uh, "God Is" probably my favorite uh, on the album, which is obviously hard to pick because there's a lot of good ones. Um, but I love Kanye singing. I love his rap, but I also love when he sings. Um, and you could tell this is from his heart. So when he says, "Everything that I felt, praise the Lord." Worship Christ with the best of your portion. Like, he's like, you could tell he's not trying to please the crowds anymore with these lyrics. Like, yeah. if he's trying to um, fit in with the culture he's in, you don't cut out explicit language, which he did. Mm-hmm. And you don't talk about exclusivity of a religion. That's like the two worst than it, like nightmares for a hip-hop artist in right. the world. So he's really killing the whole trying to reach the world. And he's not trying to reach the world. It is so cool. And this is the... If any song would be a straight up gospel song, this is the gospel song right. on the album. It's it's from beginning to end. This is I love Jesus. Amen. That's that's the goal of this song. God is sampling one of the greatest gospel songs, classic um, song called God is Reverend Reverend James Cleveland from 1979. Grew up up with that one in the church too. (laughs) Wow. Fantastic song. Um, But yeah, I think um, some, some points to this is just simply like Kanye is declaring 
Christ specifically, exclusively. And I think a lot of times in in rap, you have tons of um, hip hop artists that say, you know, I'm a Christian. Thank God. Thank God. Like there's there was this there's this line in the Bigo song where Quavo's like, um, it's all good. God saved me. Now I'm doing what I want to. Billy truck hit the corner. And it's kind of like it's kind of like God saved you. Now I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm whipping a Bentley truck because it costs a lot of money. And it's kind of like it's so it's really contradicting. Like yeah. a lot a hip hop, it's cool to say, oh yeah, I believe in God. That's that's fine. Nobody right. nobody cares about that. But when but when your whole song is about Jesus, Jesus saving you, worshiping Christ, the God of the Bible, you can already tell that in this song, Kanye is setting himself way apart from everything in the game. He is honestly, if I may be bold to say, he is honestly setting himself apart for even the the most kind of um, um, God rapping people like right. Chance the Rapper. Right. Which um, Chance the Rapper, it's like, no, this isn't a diss on Chance because, man, I if Chance says he's a believer, if Chance says like he loves God, I'm not going to say, oh, no, you don't. I'm just going to pray for him and right. just pray that. This would be a genuine. I'm just going to pray that he's just really confused on how to how to juggle his Christianity beliefs with the with the very secular and evil music industry. Yeah. But kind of the thing is, the thing about Chance is like you hear him rapping. Um, he raps about God and he says, "Oh, I'm jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer, Satan." And then, and then, and the other, and then in other lines, he's talking about smoking weed and getting nudes and all these things. And it's just kind of like it's very conflicting. It's like in one line you're talking about praise God, and the next line it's like it's just completely just worldly. Right. And I think that even Kanye and by the way Kanye said that chance has been a big part in this whole journey wow and Kanye said that like he he felt motivated and inspired by chance's faith so i'm not sitting here saying oh chance ain't a christian no i'm saying that chance there's definitely some stuff that in terms of his rap career and how he presents himself to the world and his music he puts out that there's stuff that needs to be fixed right i am saying that but I'm not I'm not um, putting a stamp on Chance's salvation. Right. But I am saying that through kind this music is completely different than even a Chance the Rapper's music um, when he, and he claims to be a Christian rapper. Right. It's it's specifically Jesus. This song in specific is Jesus, and I can't even say I've heard a song from any rapper that claims to be a Christian um, like this. It is this is not a rap song. It is actually, this is a gospel song. This yeah. is a worship song. I just really love how, like, I know there's another Goosebumps moment of God is, is when he says, uh, every time, or he says, I can't keep it to myself. I can't hear, sit here and be still. Everybody I will tell till the whole world is healed. And then he just says, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, all the things he has in store, from the rich to the poor, all are welcome through the door. And Jesus references himself as the door to eternal life. Um, and so he's just constantly saying, like, I'm no longer living for my old life. I'm no longer caring about the culture. Uh, he says, this is not a, this is not for the culture. This is this is a mission. Um, he says, you won't ever be the same when you call on Jesus name. 
Um, listen to the words I'm saying. Jesus saved me. Now I'm saying. Now he's saying is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Right? And so he is straight up, like you said, gospel presentation, gospel song. He literally says, listen to my words. I'm saved now. Because I know a lot of my friends back home, um, you know, really good buddies from high school who don't really believe in God's existence. They don't believe in the Bible, any of that. And, and I wonder what their first thoughts are as they listen to this. I wonder if it's a, oh, he's just in a phase. He's crazy. He, um, I was at my fraternity house yesterday talking about the album with some of my, with some of my brothers in the fraternity who aren't Christians. And they're, they're like, yeah, Kanye just does some crazy stuff like this. And I had to sit down with these guys. And I was like, but, but listen to what he's saying. This is not another phase. Like you said, he never said he was done with the devil before. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's so beautiful to see lyrics where he says, I know Christ is the fountain that filled my cup. The things of this world will never fill our cup. Will never. When he says cup, he's referencing his heart. He's referencing his life, the desires in his heart, what he lives for. And the fact that he's saying Jesus Christ is the fountain that, that just keeps pouring. It fills his cup. He, that he knows God is alive. That he opened up his vision, giving him a revelation. Like that is just beautiful. This is this is saturated with God's word. This man has been reading the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and I just as I just he said help. in his James Corey interview. <laughs> right. Um, speak speaking of that. Speaking of that, um, there's some things we can get into more about the album. I think we covered a good chunk of it. Right. I just say if you haven't um, heard the album, go listen to it. I think it, it reveals just Kanye and this newfound just passion for Jesus Christ and how he's just going to tell everybody. Um, and he also announced, by the way, that he's going to have a Christmas album with the choir. Jesus. Jesus is born. Jesus is born, baby. Let's go. So we're going to have a gospel <laughs> album from the fire choir. Two albums in one year on Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he's been going around doing these press runs and interviews and stuff like that. He's interviewed um, Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden, um, Big Boy um, over at Big Boy's Neighborhood, and uh, Zane Lowe from Apple Music, like the Beats channel. Right. Um and yeah, I mean, if if there was any doubt before the album with Adam Tyson, then the album came. And if there still is doubt as to if Kanye West is serious about this, I would encourage that you would watch these interviews he did mm-hmm. um, with these um, media media figures. Right. Um, and I'll also say this. Before we get into it, that Kanye West, like like um, CJ said earlier, referencing his pastor, Adam Tyson, he's still in a process of sanctification like every believer right. is. Like every believer. So Kanye West is no different than anybody else, right. first of all. It's just the fact that he's had a camera in his face, so his sanctification has been highly scrutinized. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, to be honest, if we want to go in that route— if we take, if we put a camera on our lives as Christians, we wouldn't want nobody like really seeing it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we had a camera on 24-7. And so anyway, what I say, I say all that just to say, I kind of went off a little bit there. I'm bringing <laughs> it back in. I'm saying all that just to say that Kanye West in these interviews, I've even had points where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Right. Kanye. Right. Or and that it's he's still Kanye. Is what I'm trying to say, like those prideful type of I am the best to ever do it. I'm the best artist alive and all those things. He still says that. 
Okay, and I will say that that is that that's pride, and he needs to repent of that. And I will also say that Kanye knows he needs to repent right. of that. Okay, I mean, so, even even on any uh, show, he's 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 you know cussed once or twice. What's he do? I lost my Christian points. And he's oh, not obviously. I hope you know anybody knows any true believer. There's no Christian points system. Yeah. He's he's low. He's feeling conviction, uh-huh. right? And so and he's he, just trying to use a joke, exactly, to kind of apologize. Because like you know, every time he cusses, he literally says that mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I lowered my Christian scorecard." Right. And so like he's feeling, and I feel like that's necessary for him to say actually. Because it's showing that he's really serious about like not wanting to cuss. Mm-hmm. That every time he cusses, he apologizes, and then he makes a little joke about a Christian scorecard, which isn't really a thing. But right. it's right. like it's just like a little joke he makes, which I get it. Um, but yeah. like it just shows like he's serious and he doesn't want to cuss. That's why he's keep he right. literally keeps apologizing. Um, I think another thing to point out. Um, we can we can hit a few different points. Um, about these interviews, I think the Jimmy Kimmel interview um, wasn't wasn't really long or really, really in depth. Yeah. Kanye was about to go off preaching, <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel yeah. kind of like was like, eh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was like what seven minutes long. Yeah, total. it wasn't that long, but I think like the ones we can really hammer in on um, are um, we can handle hammer in on a few of them. I um, think just something before we move on, yeah, go uh, ahead. two more details about Jimmy Kimmel and stuff because we don't have much to say about that one at the end of the day. But what's really, really awesome is, is towards the beginning, you know, he goes, Kanye, you know, you have this Christian album, like you're, you're getting solid in your faith. He's like, so do you want to be known as a Christian rapper now? Which is a, it was a solid question. Like that makes sense for somebody, you know, because yeah. we have questions like, are you this kind of rapper? Are you this kind of rapper? Are you known as this person, this artist? Um, and he, you know, he beautifully responds with, I'm just a Christian everything. And that's that's Christianity right there. It's you don't you don't divide your life up to well. I'm a Christian on Sunday, and then I do the rest of my life like I used to do before Christ. It'd be I'm a Christian on Sunday, but then the rest of the week I kind of did my own thing. Yeah. And Kanye's like, listen, everything I have is for Christ now. Everything I do is for Jesus. And so that was the perfect response to hey, I'm just a Christian everything, right? Um, and then he just has this beautiful smile that I just haven't seen. Like he just looks genuinely joyful mm-hmm. that he knows Christ. Um, yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and um, another thing to hammer in on, there's a few points, like just talking points we want to talk about in in regards to the interview. I think, one, we can just talk about the James Corden interview. Um, James Corden, like super charming, nice guy. I love like his carpool karaoke stuff. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Um, and so for the one he did with Kanye, was Airpool. So he was riding on an airplane with Kanye and the whole choir, like all like freaking 200 of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and was, the format of it was really cool. They just be talking and then the choir just interrupts them and sings a song out of nowhere. It was like high school musical yeah. or something. And, um, but there's a few things that um, he was asking Kanye, I think one of them, that's really um, cool to hear Kanye say is his home life. Um, talking about, he's asking him like, "What what is uh, a Tuesday night look like for you and Kim?" And Kanye's like, "Well, I don't go out at night anymore. I spend the I spend as I spend as much time with my family as I can. And a normal and it was cool in a couple ways because he just says they eat, they play with the kids, they put the kids to bed." And then him and Kim go to bed. 
And it sounded super normal. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like any other family. Like any other family. And then he also said, like, Kim likes to watch Dateline. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a super normal thing right. for mom to do. And, um, but yeah, he, he said that what he likes to do now is like in that kind of lax time where the kids are asleep is read the Bible. It was like, well, and James Corden was like, well, what do you do? It's like, I read the Bible. It's like, really? He's like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Like, like it was just another house. <laughs> yeah. And it was um, really, really great to see. I think what is a really good thing to see is that when the father, mm-hmm. the head of the household, loves Jesus, and he is called to lead his household, mm-hmm. well, what what is everybody else going to be leading and following in? Right. I found a uh, article on Leadership Journal uh, online, and it posted it uh, about American households, right, and in unbelieving households where the father comes to Christ, right. So this is a for most it was about a family of it was a, the father, mother, and the two kids, and so for most households with that kind of uh, upbringing, when the father comes to Christ, it says that ninety three percent of families will follow the wife and kids will come. And so that's not to say that it's a, you know, this is a set, you know. You can't put a a statistic on on God's sovereignty. But in the way his sovereignty has worked out over the last 10 years in America, when the father comes to Christ, because like you said, he is the leader. He is the head of the house. Um, The the wife and kids, man, they they see that and they want to follow that. And the Lord and his spirit changes their hearts, too. And it's so encouraging, man. Mm -hmm. to, to, To imagine right now on a night like this where Kanye is in bed next to Kim reading her some scripture. Who would have thought, you know? Yeah. Super, like, changed. And obviously the the media is going to want to take this change of Kanye and kind of twist it for drama, for ratings. Like, for instance, on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, when Kanye just comes to Kim and was like, you dress too sexy. Like, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not okay with, like, just the provocative way you dress anymore and Kim is just like well you told me to do this like I'm the reason that you're the reason that I'm doing this which is true because when Kanye wasn't in Christ he was all about he was all about just dressing up women in really provocative ways and now he's feeling like oh no you're my wife (laughs) that is not me protect being protective of you at all by allowing like you know, letting you dress like this. It is not be, being protective or watchful or careful of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and obviously they kind of take that like spat and spin it up for ratings and for drama. But just the fact in what Kanye's saying actually shows so much concern for his wife in the sense that now he knows the Lord. Now he knows that that kind of, not just the, the dress, but just the lifestyle that comes with it and the flaunting and the flashing of mm-hmm. Hollywood. He's now just against that. And so like if he's if he, he's seeing it in his own family, mm-hmm. he acknowledged it. And I believe the big boy interview, he said, at one point I was trying to have my daughter outdress Rihanna. Wow. I remember one time he had his daughter, his young, like what, seven, eight year old daughter. Yeah. And. And just this skin tight dress on the red carpet. Right. And now he's like, now he's saying, like, no, that's a kid. 
And that's my daughter. That's not supposed to happen. And it's kind of like him showing this protection and this concern about how his family is represented, which is a trait of a godly husband and father. And I think that's a big thing. Um, um, there was another thing, CJ, that you were talking about. You came to me the other day and you talked to me about his comments on James Corden about what if people um, don't believe what you're doing. Right, yeah. So James, who probably believes him. I think that James had a really sweet you know, approach to the interview. And I think he had a fun time. He had a fun time. Right. He was singing right along right. with the choir. Um, which also, praise God, this man who we don't know if he's a believer or not, like was just worshiping the Lord like that. That was sick. Um, he said, you know, Kanye, what about the people who don't believe? What about those who say this is fake, this isn't real, uh, you know, Jesus isn't actually king or whatever, this is just a phase? And this is so cool. He said, Kanye responds, well, when you're sleeping, do you think somebody's asleep? He's like, yeah. What, or are you awake? Do you think somebody's awake? And James is like, well, yeah. It's like, it's obvious. Two separate, right. two completely he's different like, He's things. like, I was asleep and now I'm awake. This is the awakening. Those who don't believe are dead. And so he's referencing Ephesians 2. And we, before Christ, were dead in our trespasses and sins. That's not saying a physical death. It's a spiritual. That before Christ, Romans 3, no one seeks for God. But God, in verse 4 of Ephesians 2, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, that even when Kanye was dead in his trespasses and sins, God made him alive together with Christ. By grace, he has been saved. And so he realizes that. He knows. He's like, yeah, they don't believe because they're dead just like I once was. I once was dead, and now I'm alive. And that's the gospel, man. Yeah, that is the gospel. And Kanye West is sharing that. Um, and, yeah, so I, like, Man, like, I think that for the believers paying attention, even for the non-believers, everybody pay attention to what Kanye West is saying, what he's doing, the music he's putting out. Pay attention um, because this isn't just a phase. Like, this isn't just, you know, Kanye being Kanye. This isn't Kanye being Kanye. This is Kanye being completely something else. This is Kanye being a new creation. Amen. And and it's, it's so cool to see that newness in Kanye that he's walking in. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would encourage anybody, everybody to one, look at the, they're all over the internet. Look, just look, just look at these Sunday services. Um, you know, see the preaching that's going on. See Kanye when he talks about God and talks about scripture. Um, hear the choir singing the word and praising God in these spiritual songs. Um, listen to the album. Um, I don't know if the movie in, is going to keep playing in theaters because it was kind of like a week-long thing um, or they're just going to add them as they come in theaters that are doing well with it. But I would encourage you to go watch the movie. Um, don't see it on YouTube because it is on YouTube and you can find it. But for one, that's stealing from a brother in Christ. Don't do that. And and for and for two, just the... Just the um, Atmosphere? The atmosphere. In a, it's in IMAX. Right. So the way IMAX is set up is completely next level type of sound quality. And for and the movie is basically the choir just singing about God and scripture popping up on the screen. That's the that's pretty much the basis wow. of the movie. Uh, there's a there's scripture and the choir singing a song. Scripture, choir singing a song. Right. And just just for the experience. 
Go like go watch this movie in theaters if you can catch it in a theater near you or even in a theater not near you. Me and a couple of friends made an hour and a half trip to go watch this movie last night. Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, and I would just say like if you're listening to this and it's not out anymore, like go watch it anyways. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I won't have a chance this week, but I'm going to still try to if it's out. Um, and then for any unbeliever listening to this, and Noah and I would just would just hate to to pass over this. I know we've talked about what is the gospel a little bit throughout this whole time, but in general, as a Christian in America and anywhere, um, you should know if you're going to heaven. So if you're listening to this and you're, you're like, I'm a Christian, um, but I don't really know if I'm going to get into heaven. Well, the Bible says there is assurance of salvation. There's assurance that you're going to have eternal life with Christ, that you were born in your sin, just like I and Noah was. But God sent his son to live the life you could never live so that if you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you give him an empty hand of faith. You actually switch places. That's why he died on the cross. So that he could take your sins because you got to pay for them. you got to pay for your sins. Either you're going to pay for them in hell forever or Christ did on the cross. And so I would just encourage you to open up the Bible like Kanye West started doing a few months ago and just see what the Bible has to say. Open the New Testament. Read the Gospel of John um, and see that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Um, again, thank you so much, Noah, for having me on the show today. I Absolutely. really was a pleasure to just have some fellowship with Absolutely. Brother Christ, man. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's just a pleasure to do these things, to talk about Kanye. Um, uh, and in terms of the vein of just hip-hop, Christian hip-hop music in general. There will be more conversations. I'm a big music guy, and so there will be more conversations about about music in every vein. But you know you know what the motto of this show is, engaging a temporary culture through the lens of eternal life. So you know um, what spin that you'll get on it in that instance. But in, in conclusion and closing, um, just praise God for what he's doing in Kanye's life. Praise God for what Kanye is saying about what God's doing in his life mm-hmm. and what he's saying about Jesus and the scriptures and everything else. And um, I encourage anybody, like this is Kanye West we're talking about. If you don't believe it, go check for it yourself. Go see about it. Amen. And um, yes, so with that being said, CJ, I appreciate the time. We'll have to do it again. Thank, um, thank you for having me, man. Yes, and that I am... I am your host, Noah, and here with my brother, CJ, for this go-round. Soon have him again. And you have been listening to the 173 Podcast, where we engage a temporary culture through the lens of eternal life. And peace out.